guys welcome back to the kind of funny games cast as always i'm tim gettys joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games greg miller i love that your gate still isn't perfect so it's just guys welcome <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? really? yeah you don't get the what's up it clicks yeah. in too late yeah. that's so weird i don't know i don't understand why are that's you wearing a smackdown the, versus raw shirt no i'm wearing a i don't let me it's full champion is, is it crash bandicoot champion. oh it's champion no. Yeah, Crash of the Bandicoot, Crash oh, Bandicoot champion. Is, there wow. it is, there it is, yeah, everybody. A, a nice little collab. I could have done without Crash on it. Like, I feel like it's a pretty dope shirt, like just the, the champion logo. But How would you know Crash who it is, is then? Little... You need Crash, you know? I mean, they, Tim, have, they paid. The iconic masks. <laughs> okay, that one's that's fair. La Lule Low, and that one's the other Lule Low. No, you know? yeah, I don't remember. That's a Metal Gear thing, right? La Lule Uma Uma and Waka Lolly Loli is one of their names. It doesn't matter. You, you can hear all about Crash Bandicoot over on the PS I Love You. Wait, Imran, are you playing Crash? I've played the first world. Okay, hold on. We're going to talk about your opinions on Crash. Of course, we have the former and former Imran Khan as Howdy. well. Uh, and we have the best hair in the business making his return here to the Kind of Funny Games cast. For the first time in years, he was never here to talk about <laughs> Avengers. Okay. Apparently. Or at least he doesn't remember <laughs> Inside it. Ladies and gentlemen, we shouldn't make fun of it. On the way... To his house today, Fran got kicked by a mule. <laughs> He's forgotten the last six months of podcast. He was on, <laughs> he on the way to his house. Where, where was? Why would he be on the way to his house? He was at the gym. He Who was knows at the where gym. I sleep. The gym. Yeah. <laughs> you think I sleep in my house? That's strange. Oh, Good to I be love it. Back. Yeah. Two for man. two today. I did games daily earlier today with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Three for three. It, it oh, yeah. looks like to me, you guys did a, a, Among Us together. I can't yeah, wait Don't to throw it in his face. That. The kick. The, the kick. He's forgotten what he was on <laughs> I today. I have never <laughs> played Among Us with Greg. That is a bold face <laughs> lie. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them. You can get the show ad-free with the exclusive post show by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny games uh you can also just watch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or roost2teeth.com if you want to listen to it as a podcast that's cool so it's your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games cast and we'll be right there for you uh we we appreciate the patreon people just a little bit more than the normies just a little bit just so i want to give more. a shout out to the patreon producers <sighs> greg i feel like i blame you for this list I gotta be <laughs> is it honest. time to call them again James Davis at James Davis makes. Uh, thank you very much. Jeffrey P. Long. Thank you very much. Beep, 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 uh, Julian, Julian, the gluten-free gamer. Thank you. Sancho West gaming. Thank you. James Hastings. Thank you. And Tom Bach. Thank you. But there is also, if you didn't listen to PS, I love you. XOXO, uh, a new Patreon producer this month who literally just left their phone number. Uh, so <laughs> I, that number Tim is, yeah, What's I believe up, he hit me up on Twitter and said he would gladly accept any phone call from any best friend. Here it is. Here's the, I got the phone out. He didn't answer on PS. I love you. He got a, a message that will go down in history. <laughs> you guys have never just talked like, to this person? Well, I mean, he's watched the shows or they've watched the show. But you you know? haven't got a hold of him yet. No, I, well, this is this is October for 2020. Mm, so we've right. only had a couple of shows. So we nice. had the PS. I love you was the debut because on PS. I love you. I gave a shout out to get healthy with Hiram who left his, his Gmail account there. And I was like, oh, man, who's going to be the first to leave their phone number? And somebody said in the chat at the time they would. And I said, do it, you coward. And then they said in the chat, all right, I did it. And then this happens a month later. What's so here we again? are. 248-835-3699. What do we do here? <laughs> 
Now you know this how easy be... it is to get Greg's number. Just sponsor the show and give him your. No, this is... I block it, Fran. Oh, I didn't Gregory know. Gregory Jehoshaphat Miller. There it is. <laughs> Who are you, you Stocksy son of a bitch? I love your style. <laughs> Oh, I am the mad lad who fucking obeys Busan Greg Miller. I appreciate that. What's your name, mad lad? <laughs> uh, Joey, but I go by Joy. Pleasure to meet you, Joy. Thanks for caring about us. Now, are you watching live as we record? There you are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, In I the am, chat, I Joy, I'm waiting work. for the call, oh. Greg. <laughs> what did I you? I at work. I uh, was like nasty deep at work yesterday. That's why I didn't answer. I understand. What do you do for a job? I uh, work in the kitchen. I prep, cook, wash dishes, do deliveries, basically everything. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for being a service worker and letting us all continue to eat during these times. And also, thanks for supporting us. Oh, anytime. And like Kevin said, yeah, anyone wants to call me, I, no problem at all. Have you gotten calls today? Uh, I've gotten like maybe six or seven and like five or ten text messages. <laughs> nice. <laughs> text message. I like that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I was my saying on PS I Love You. I said random text message. Yeah. On PS I Love my You. I was saying random like random text message. The kind of funny fans are so nice. Video of Nick saying you fucked up. That's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up, son. I was like, eh. No, you're, everybody's really nice. Everybody's going to be nice to you. Greg, can you tell yeah, him to on, use Tim is giving me a message to give to you. Can you tell him to I, use this as his own personal squad up? Now he has uh, yeah, a community you, of best okay. friends there to play games with. Okay, he wants you to, Tim says to use this as your personal squad up. Where would you direct people to connect with you other than your phone number? Uh, Twitter, Joseph O. Yusuf, and uh, PSN, Joseph Yusuf 48126. All right. Well, Joy, thank you so much. We hope we entertain you with this episode of the Gamescast. You guys always do with everything you do. Thank you. I love uh, it. I will make sure that when Fran forgets that he was on this show tomorrow, oh that he God. had a good moment with you. All right. We, we love you, Joy. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. God, I love what we do. What the <laughs> fuck? This is ridiculous. <laughs> You'll love yeah. to see it. You'll love it's to like see I it. It's like I said on PS I Love You. Like, it sounds crazy, but like no one's going to be mean to him. <laughs> and then yeah. there's a kind of funny best friend. He's like, I'm really going to get this fucker. I'm going to ruin this guy's life. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm about we're, to end this here. whole man's career. <laughs> <laughs> I would have maybe started with like a Google voice number first and then like sure. move on to phones. But, you know, if we're no. going to go for Commit. it, go for it. Commit. Commit. Full hog. When I said on PS I Love You, that's the, that's the one time this works. Mm-hmm. If I you mean, put in your phone number from here on out, we're not calling you on shows. We're, I mean, you, I'll read it. I'll let it. Y'all, but then I will unleash the dogs of hell. That's when I will be yeah, like, other right, people you will call you. You won't. I will say though, Chance, it was a burner account. You asked him what did he do, and he kind of, uh, and then he had this story no, about he knew working. What it was. Could be, you know. I trust him. I you know what? If you're gonna go it. that like far, then like you deserve it. You deserve to like burn oh, yeah. everyone else. Hmm. Hmm. Uh. What have we been playing, gentlemen? Now, Imran, we had a whole plan. We had a whole series of things we're going to talk about. But you talked about Crash Bandicoot 4, and I need to get your opinion. I, I hyped it up. I sold it pretty high. you just telling me now you're a couple worlds in. Greg mm-hmm. Miller's sold. Greg Miller's loving the game. I do. I do love it. Where, where are you at, Imran? So I think the way I play video games is antithetical to the way Crash Bandicoot mm. wants me to play. Because, like, the second... I, I remember this game pretty well. I forgot the fact that you, there's a counter at the end that says you broke this many boxes out of how many ever many and you got this many fruit so i figure okay i'll just go through perfectly each time and get all this stuff 
that does not work. That makes that game real bad if you try to do that. <laughs> real hard. Real hard, man. So, at, like, within the last world or so, I've, I've broken myself of that, and I've tried to move on. Like, no, I'm not going to care how many lives I have left, how many, or how many lives I've wasted, how many boxes I have left. I'm going to go there and have just have fun and enjoy it. And that's made that game a lot better. But those first two worlds where I was trying to do everything perfectly, frustrating as hell. Because, like... Every little thing about a game bothers you at that point of like, oh, the the physics of jumping is a little harder when you do a double jump. So you fall straight down or my shadow didn't quite match up. So I didn't quite get on this thing or the swinging on the, the rails didn't quite work right. Those things, normal playthrough, completely fine. But when you're trying to do it perfectly, terrible. So I guess what, like the weird way I was playing the game at first, I would have probably like really disliked that game. But now that I'm coming like back to a normal human playthrough, I'm I'm getting it now and I'm enjoying it a lot more. Yeah, and and not to reiterate what I've been saying over and over, but it's like that's what I think is so great about this version of Crash and Crash Four kind of being its own thing that functions in both of those ways. And what's beautiful about it is the moment that it you you hit that frustration wall where you're like. I, I'm not going to do this anymore. This isn't fun. You can just continue on without doing the bonus levels, without trying to get all the crates, without whatever, and just face the normal challenges of going through the game, which does get progressively harder and, and pretty like ridiculously difficult towards the end. But yeah. then you can go back, and I'm seeing so many people. I've seen Tom Bach, our Patreon producer. He's been tweeting about how uh, much he's loving going back now and and trying the the different challenges out that he has his mind wrapped around the you know intricacies of the gameplay a little bit more. So. Are you, do you think you're going to stick with it? Yeah, I think I'll stick with it. I think, I think the problem for it for me originally is that I did not realize that getting all those things is supposed to be a hard thing you do when you come back to it and like you're better at the game and know the level completely. I thought, oh, if I just try a little bit, I can probably get this perfectly the first time through. And that's not true. That is just like that's a thing you come back and do later. Because like like the second level was this thing where. There's like a bunch of invisible platforms, or not invisible, disappearing platforms, and like boxes on all of them. And for some reason, this is the most difficult thing in the world if you're trying to get all those boxes. But if you're just like, I don't know, I'm just going to skip to the middle, then you're fine. And I think yeah. that's the way the game is designed is, yeah, this stuff is, you know, if you want to do it, go for it, but don't feel pressured. And if I had realized that originally, like if I had thought, realized that this is the advanced hard thing, I would not have done that originally at all. So <laughs> I think now I'm just going to take like this, like, this little nice, you know, more more casual playthrough through it now. Oh, God, it warms my heart that you guys are <laughs> playing this game and, and enjoying it so much. Uh, but great. How much I wanna... have you gone back to it? Uh, a fair amount. I mean, not not as much as I wish I could. It's been, there's been a lot going on in general. But yeah. uh, I've been, like I was saying yesterday on PS I Love You XO, so you can find YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, my first appearance in the new version, at least. And thank you so much for being so supportive of me being on it. Everyone was very nice. And I never thought in my life people would be nice to Tim Gettys being on PS I Love You. So <laughs> thank you very much for that. I've uh, been saying it for, what, no, 10 months. We should fire Blessing. <laughs> no, be you know nice I mean? to we don't need him. Be nice we don't need him on this show either. We're doing fine. Yeah. Ain't that right, he Fran? He has his dentist stuff going on. Never heard of him. Now, oh, Fran, God. real quick to remind <laughs> you, you and I worked at IGN. All right, that's how we met. All right, okay. <laughs> great refresh. Do you need me to get you a cup of ice chips? <laughs> <laughs> County, yeah. we didn't talk about the uh, no, but like I, like like I was saying on that show, I, I've been going back and doing the uh, like 
kind of separate characters, uh, little bits like the uh, Dingo Dial and Tana and the kind of like different gameplay styles, a couple of the Neo Cortex ones uh, that they th- throw into the different worlds that are levels that aren't required to play in the, the main kind of storyline, but are, are opened up as you progress through the, the normal worlds. And they're great, man. On top of that, the, the rewind tapes and all that, like I, there is so much content in this game and it's it really uses the worlds and levels in such detailed, intricate ways that I'm, I'm very impressed they pulled off. I'm actually really curious, like as someone... I don't know. I've always sort of dabbled in Crash, and um, I don't have anything against it, but I never had a pull to like, oh, man, you definitely got to play it. And especially now, I think that's my question. As someone who's maybe not sentimentally like, oh, man, a new Crash, like why would I really want to play it? What are its driving strengths when you get in and you're like, oh, this is so fun? Like what's so fun? Because in my mind, I can only picture the like running forward sort of linearly and jumping over, you know, like – it feels very arcadey, and again, nothing wrong with it. But like, is it still the same, uh, or is it? It's actually good, Fran. Like, I'm happy you bring this up. Like, this game <laughs> yeah. is actually good. It 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 really it, wasn't. it it delivers on uh, the the promise of what you remember those old games being. And like, I, I have such nostalgia for those games. But it's like two and three had moments that are pretty good, but like none of them are. They don't hold up in a way that's like oh. In, in a way that we talk about the old Mario platformers, we don't talk about the Crash games. Like, we have nostalgia for them, we love them, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we're all kind of in understanding of what those games are. Crash yeah. 4 is legitimately good. Like, it Crash 4, like- I mean, Greg Miller's like in Crash 4. Like, that that to me is the thing where it's like, this game is designed to be a fresh new experience that, like, you don't need to know anything about the old ones. And honestly, I mean, if you do, you're going to love this one. If I haven't heard anyone not like this game. Yeah, it's a great throwback, but it's got the modern sensibilities. I think, you know, it's beautiful. I think there's a ton to unlock, and I'm just talking about costumes at the start, let alone into gems, let alone into the secret areas. Uh, yeah, I never got into the trap Imran's in of I just go through, and I'm like, no, oh, man, 136 out of 144. That's pretty good. On to the next <laughs> one. Like, I'm not sitting there like, I have to go back and grind it all out and hit it perfectly. I appreciate that that is there i appreciate that if you want to go for that platinum you want to do the crazy time trials all that's there for you but otherwise i think it's more the quick loads obviously in terms of coming off of getting killed coming right back to it right getting to redo the segment you fucked up knowing there's a checkpoint not too far beyond it it reminds me of you know how much i loved blood roots how much other people and i i enjoyed even though i didn't beat it i loved celeste for the you know okay you're going you dead all right you're back into a super meat boy that kind of thing like i feel like they're nailing that kind of gameplay of all right it's fun it's frantic it's fast let's get through it and then if you fuck it up you don't feel like oh my god i gotta go back like it's not like cuphead which i didn't enjoy where i felt like i had to go so far back to go forward craig miller we don't have the video all behind us but we do have the overlay and it's one of those moments right now where oh damn it just went away but it was celeste it was celeste Ah, look at that (laughs) that was great you'll love to see it no, but friend, you should check it out. It. This would be this would be a great uh, Fran stream game that you can check out on twitch.tv slash FM3 <laughs> underscore. Now, Fran, yeah, to give you some context, yeah, so we used to work though. out of a studio, and we oh, had a big God. LED wall where video would play. Are you going to run this joke into the ground like for the <laughs> next two hours? Oh, we already <laughs> did, brother. <laughs> Nobody even knows what the joke's about. That's the best part about it. They still don't understand it, which is fine. Let's they understand that. that you're a forgetful that I got no, no, Fran, Fran, you're forgetting you're forgetting at the start of the video, Greg explained the joke to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Oh God, what a world. We have we fun live. here, guys. We have fun here. No, but real talk, Fran. I, I think that you as a platformer fan, I, I I know you I mean at least I don't want to assume. No, I still really like platformers, sure. Yeah, but like Absolutely. I just because I don't I would, play them all the time. 
I'd say you're more of a like traditional 3D platformer guy than a 2D platformer yeah, guy. Like Mario Odyssey's dope. Yeah, and I think that uh, Crash Bandicoot's kind of gameplay style, even though it is in 3D, is it airs more on the 2D side, right, mm-hmm. Imran? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. It, like I control a large portion of that game with the D-pad because it just feels better. And then like there's occasional sections where I'm like, okay, this is a little more open, so I'll switch to the analog stick for it. Yeah, it's more similar to Mario 3D World than Mario Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But having said that, sure. I, I think it's, that it's, it's, modernized it's a good crash. I, stream. Game. Yeah. Okay. So. Might have to try it out. Moving on though, Greg Miller. Hi. You still can't say much about the Xbox Series X, but I think <laughs> this is the first GameCast we've done since you've had it. Correct. That's 100% correct. Yeah, we what? got the Xbox Series X last week, uh, the Friday, right? And yeah, have been kicking the tires on it since then. So yeah, the embargo is still everything you've seen or heard already, and which it means quick resume is really cool. And man, the load times are fast. And so that's, yeah, it's mainly around backwards compatibility and stuff like that, which has been helpful. But as I've tweeted about, like, I and I understand that enough people have said it and you've seen enough things about it. If you need to hear it from me, Holy fucking shit, can I not wait for this next gen to start? Because, yes, load times are so quick. And I have permission. Would you like to see them? Yeah, sure. I have permission. I got permission ahead of time. Right now. Uh, yeah, well, wow. I mean, you know, now, Fran, I, now imagine this TV is like a, a video wall at the <laughs> studio that we did work at beforehand. Whatever. Oh, so, yeah. So, I, like, obviously, Fran, what's the game you're obsessed with right now that I'm obsessed with? Uh, Avengers, I think. You tell me. Uh, doesn't Avengers take forever to load? Yeah, it God sure does, yes. Greg. Uh, it does not oh, on Xbox Series on X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is just running backwards compatibility of uh, the regular X- so wait, Xbox you're version on the... of it. Okay, just this is Xbox to... Series X. Now, Fran, I understand you forgot a lot. So shut <laughs> up! I'm trying to narrate what's happening. Okay, we're getting the publisher cutscene stuff. All right, front That's menu. The title menu. The title menu. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure I understand yeah. what's happening. Let's see how fast. I mean, we're loading the game, and think about how long it takes to load a PlayStation. Where's the stopwatch? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Here, what we do? So it's still loading from the first title. Now he's got to hit campaign. Well, Avengers initiative. We could have. We could have had Avengers initiative run on PlayStation. This is the one that takes a while. We could have actually. But he still. It's been whatever. Okay. Thirty so seconds Hulk's from the roaring. menu. Hulk's roaring. Hulk's, Hulk's roaring. Okay. Thor's catching. That's Mjolnir now. That is Mjolnir now. Good call. See, I was waiting yeah. for like a flash of lightning and it just to be ready to go. Yeah, no, it's I mean, still like, slower than still it seems. compared to what we play. There it oh, is. there it is. I will say, yeah, that is still really long, but that is pretty damning yeah. indictment of Avengers. But see, he chose a game that isn't optimized. 100%. So yeah, this is just backwards compatibility point. Avengers, yeah. right? There is a next gen version of that theoretically coming out. Yeah, load a, load a mission, Greg. That's what I want to see. So he's sure, on the sure, War sure. Table. How long yeah, is, well, you, it, is it? War Table's, I mean, quick, but it's doing the countdown to actual mission time. Yeah. Right. So we're about to be in loading. I no, we're not. Now we're traveling to destination. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And there, you're in oh. it. And there Whoa, we go. Holy crap. See, that, exactly, because that didn't require any. That was super fast. That is like two minutes long. On the- yeah, it's totally. super long. That takes like a minute to 90 seconds. It feel, It's probably a minute, but it's. So then going yeah, back forever. to the Quinjet. And, you know, I this think what's cool, interesting man. to it's me is like, this is, yeah, this is also like a server based. Already back game. to Quinjet. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Players. Yeah, but that's like for it to not be optimized, that's awesome to see. Because, like, I stopped playing this game because, like, the ne- last current gen version is just so not bad, I guess, but feels very, like, it's very stressed. It's unfinished, Imran. Yes. <laughs> yes. There we go. Is. It is unfinished. 
And this, like, remember we were on a show. I talked about that and asked you guys if you thought it was on. Crazy, crazy. You probably can't remember that. <laughs> so okay, Greg. So Avengers this now. Mission. This is a bigger mission. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, which which is a great game to show us off because yeah, the load times in it are well. Are from here, very on, the other thing I want to jump into is Fortnite. If you don't mind, if you'll oh, stick yeah. with me, this Fortnite totally. when we got when we got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could, like Fran. Don't worry quietly. about that. But I'm not. I know. Back to you guys. Not, and look at that. I'm already in, though, Fran. Look, I just loaded a, a, a full blown mission, not even a harm room. Like and you're into it we, that way or whatever. Had we like done this dueling with my PS4 oh, right now, it would have like started. You would have just gotten. Yeah, you would have just gotten to the helicarrier. Yeah, like yeah. that's how long these are. But yeah, and then you pop over right, and then <clears> Fortnite over there. Pop right in Fortnite. Uh, this when I got for, on Friday, first thing I installed was Fortnite because out of the stuff that's you know available concurrent something that i play all the time is fortnite and i know how long those loads are on playstation 4 to get in fran you had a question yeah what's interesting to me is finally seeing it too that you don't think about you certainly don't do on pc is like as you're loading into fortnite and you get into it we'll see how fast it is if you go back to avengers was it gonna save to where you were yeah uh, it's well i mean it, it, it's Will like it have basically that quick resume open if yeah, you it should. In... Yeah, it's uh, the reason i say i start getting wishy-washy about it is because of course uh, avengers is a and Live service title. game or whatever. Yeah. I, I kind of wonder if that's what they built in this CRC in the next generation of like, yeah, you guys have to have a solution for online titles. So like going into instant resume should get you somewhere. It shouldn't just kick mm. you back. Mm. Yeah. Right, this we'll is a bad see. example, sadly, because it's still giving me all the loadouts that I had before. It's but like, again, the... if you're a Fortnite person, you know that's even longer than usual. But it's, yeah, yeah, it's logging just the Battle Pass it. trailer, right? Yeah, but it, it does, does this doesn't usually doesn't on your first time, your first time, your first load yeah. into the game, not your whatever. Like that's sort that is comparable to my SSD on my PC. I mean, it should be faster. Ultimately. I don't want to. I mean, it should be, but like it's uh, it's hard to tell because Greg's going through so much of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so you switch back to Avengers now. Now, yeah, yeah okay. quicker zoom so pops up and you're back to it. Yeah. And again, we just saw how long it took to get to Avengers the first time, so that will hopefully not be the case. And you're just yeah. back in. Where did yeah. it take you back to, Greg? It's still loading. It's me popping out of the. Uh, Quinn oh, it, was actually, it actually saved you. It paused you in that mission, effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that part's pretty cool that it's something that we're all going to get used to. Is the idea of, like, you know, I'm so used to closing an app on mm -hmm. consoles and the PC. Like, I don't just, like, tab between three different games and, like, I'm at my save and control and I'm at my, you know, Avengers initiative. Thing. That's going to be really cool and save I mean, so much time. That would be great for those like smaller games. Like I could have a, a Splunky tab open and just go to that anytime I want to, regardless of what other game I'm playing. Mm -hmm. But like, like Greg mentioned, there's so many online games these days. Like Fran, mm -hmm. I would assume you'd want to use this for, say, Destiny Two. That like, would yeah, Destiny wouldn't Two just sense. kick you out though? Boot you. Yeah, of yeah. course it would. But, but wouldn't you know, it the... still be valuable though if you had like, let's say there's the, let's say Fran just has Destiny, Fortnite, and Avengers, right? All online games. Still, that initial load, that initial uh, kind of seeing all the publisher logos and all that stuff, getting to the main menu even, right? If you just have those in quick resume state in the background, like that is going to add up over time. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think it'll be helpful. I don't know that it's going to be there like as now, good as Now there's a better me. example. I didn't have to go through any of this it's stuff for Fortnite. I had quit Fortnite and come all the way back in and we're already here. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see how far that extends too, you know, like if you have like eight games installed and especially if you think in the single player variety more so like where it's ideal like if i hop in control and then i hop in halo and i hop in assassins and i was at a save point is it literally like where you were and and does it go how far back does it save you know save states yeah. but my understanding yeah it is is straight up a save state uh 
but like it, it like loading will depend and also it is much faster not instant so yeah it'll be like we're talking like maybe 20 seconds versus a minute and a half yeah which is insane like when yeah. you think about that for, for how many loading screens you see in a game like avengers like if it's 20 seconds instead of a minute and a half four times in a 10 minute period that's a lot <laughs> yeah especially in deaths avengers was terrible about that when like you die you go through a lo- like a long load screen so i'm very eager to get rid of that Hot i would it's... also really love to know if the, the ps5 has any of this because we've not <laughs> seen any videos of it wouldn't we all want to know wouldn't we all like to know that <laughs> pan your camera to the right right we know that it's on the other <laughs> you know, wall sitting there the whole time he's just playing PS. he's like i'm not impressed real fast to finish that topic i was gonna say i don't think even with watching all the clips and watching you do it that anybody still fully understands the quality of life that's about to change with these once they're totally. optimized like even looking even i still don't think i get the change and impact it's going to have to be able to get load times like this. Yeah. Um, it's I'm, I'm super excited about it. I'm so excited for the design changes that will allow. Because like FF7 and um, how was the Star Wars? Jedi Fallen Order were great examples yeah. of this. Mm. We are constantly crawling through things just to like yeah. help, help ease loading load. a little bit. Yeah. Dude, it's it, like, if they could change that just a little bit, I'd be so happy. Dude, in Avengers, I'm pretty sure, right, Greg, there's those hallways between the main areas yeah. that you go through, and there's, like, no seeming reason that you, like, they're optional. I'm <laughs> when like, you're, they're when you're doing your dailies, right, before you go yeah. to in, in every villain, or not every villain sector, but for one where you're going to fight Abomination or Taskmaster, yeah, you come out of the elevator, you run down a hallway, you hit another yes. thing to go through another door, and, like, what the fuck was this hallway like, for? why? <laughs> I was like, oh, they're just loading. There's stuff like that that you don't even realize that's happening. To finally across the board be able to get rid of it is going to be incredible. Yeah. yeah. So, so Greg, before we move on, like, is is there any? I know you can't say too much about your experience with the Series X so far, but like with that stuff, like, th- you are controlling it in a way that we aren't. Like, yeah. How do you think it's actually going to to play out in terms of what people think of it? Well, in terms of like your experience so far with it, like, is it a holy shit? This is next gen game changer, or is it like, oh, that's a kind of nifty feature, but I think it's, I I think it's the beginning. It's the seed of a holy shit next generation game changer. Because I think right now we're comparing it. I'm playing, you know, a handful of backwards compatible things or whatever current gen things and sitting there going, oh, that's great. But it is the same thing of like, for me, who loves his trophies and is, you know, steaming ahead for this uh, Avengers Platinum or whatever, you know, the first night after tinkering with Avengers here and going back to Avengers PS4, it was Oof, these loads feel even longer. And wow, this doesn't look nearly as sharp as it looks on the Xbox Series X. Mm. So I think it's it's those things that even me, and we always talk about me, you know, I'm always the idiot who doesn't care about the 4K TV and Tim has to come in and make me buy it and do all these different <laughs> things. You know what I mean? Like, but for me personally, even like when I first played Fortnite on it, right? It was very much like, holy shit, does this pop in a way it doesn't pop normally. Cool. Sticking with Avengers for a little bit. Fran, Greg. What's your update on this? I was, Fran yeah, and I have never I, talked about the end game. Oh, so. shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I will say I finally have fully arrived. We did talk about it uh, several shows ago. <laughs> you guys are such jerks. Uh, we did talk about it several shows ago, but getting deep into the end game where I've now finally gone through a few characters and reached max power and try to get stuff in a way that I like How to play these games. How many 150s you got? How many 150s you got? 
Uh, I would have two, but I'm not spending the materials. So. Oh, well, why? I, have, I, I, I might have enough for three if I, you know, spent a lot of time. Uh, At least 150, me. but more to see, you know. That reminds me of the thing I totally forgot about. I loaded up mm. Avengers post-patch, and then all my resources were gone. And I was like, all right, cool. And I closed they, the they game. Fixed You're like, that. never again. I think, delete back. Boom. I think they fixed it that they're back. Okay. But anyway. They, hopefully, yeah. It is, like, totally apparent that it's just not, you know, it's not really quite finished, but there is a ton of fun, you know, within there. And I, I find more and more people that have tried it. They're like, yeah, I really like it. But you run out of things to do, and it is definitely kind of broken and unfinished that I don't think it should have been released yet. And they're making the same mistakes that all these games as a service make. That's my short, you know, commentary. I'm curious what Greg is feeling because he plays these games differently. I um, mean, has, you know, he's he's more into the lore and stuff, um, I think, than I am and and the characters, not that I don't appreciate, you know, Marvel characters, but I think I play it more. I think for me, it's there's a weird scale that I think you see when we talk about games and services, and especially when we talk about Avengers, where I think there's you at the top of the scale, at least in terms of our friend group and everything else, right? Who play Destiny and you play Borderlands and you play these games in our min maxing and trying to figure out the best thing, and like right now sitting on your materials and being very specific. Then I think there's like more me who is a hardcore gamer or whatever you want to call but like not in the usual looter shooter grind i you know the grind turned me off to destiny and then i think on that same spectrum in terms of avengers players you have my friend sean in it who's like still working on his own his thor who's like 149 right he's about mm -hmm. to get his first 150 and everybody's taking something different out of that experience my thing with avengers is yeah i am more about the comic book world and all that jazz but that isn't affecting me now in the end game, right? There's not storylines still going on. This stupid cloning thing they have on why I'm fighting abomination <laughs> for the 900th time doesn't really work for me. Uh, but it is more the I've fallen in love with this game because, uh, despite all of its many flaws, which we've talked about ad nauseum, obviously, everything we've talked about with load times and content and yada, yada, yada. It's for me the first game I would say in quite some time if not ever, where the friend group I have in it that I'm playing with every night is or are real-world friends, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I in DC Universe Online, I had a group I ran with and played with and stuff, but they were, like, people I met through the game or through IGN or whatever. They weren't, like, friends I already had. It's, as somebody who hates talking on the phone, it's bizarre to think that, like, mm -hmm. man, I have two hour-long conversations with Andrew Goldfarb now <laughs> four, five times a week. And we sit there and have Sean in and we invite Tam in and like, you know, we're bringing in other friends and doing that. Like it is what I think so many people have found when they talk about destiny that yep. I like the gameplay. I like the gameplay of being the superheroes. I like the grind for unlocking stuff and I'm out there playing with my friends. So it's no longer like people. I, it, it, yes, there, there's not that much to do. People say, right. And, Sure, it's the same locations, it's the same hallways, it's the same adaptoids, it's the same dread bots, it's the same abomination. But it's also for me these mini victories of all right, cool, you know, I have two 150s now, and now I'm on to moving on to Iron Man. And you know, there's this difference in the game of playing with my friends every night, and then when I just want to sign on and do something, I've started going through and doing the dailies and weeklies for every battle pass. And I've knocked out Cap's Jeez. battle pass and Black Widow's battle pass, and I'm deep into Iron mm -hmm. Man's. It's like there's all these different things in there that are different carrots on the stick. And I feel like for you, and correct me if I'm wrong, Fran, it feels like the carrot on the stick is end game, better gear, better loot. What are we doing in the raid kind of thing? Whereas for me, it's like, man, I really want a different outfit and I really want to get a cool nameplate. And I like the, I like playing dress up with the characters. Yeah. It's a little bit like that. Cause I like that too. It's more that my biggest commentary on these is always, I actually do want to get that stuff, but I want to get it by playing the game and not, 
replaying and replaying the same things over sure. and over. And unfortunately, it's, you know, I can see it clearly. I feel like having played, you know, a lot of Destiny and other of these games, it is like, even if they re release this thing called the Secret Lab soon and we get these two new characters, we get a new social space, it is not nearly enough. We need a bunch of these villain sectors. Yep. Um, and so it'll still add to it, um, but the game is absolutely, I feel like it's the year away expansion. Hopefully, yep. if there is one, that's going to be the one that hopefully really hits. And we've seen Destiny, you know, go through this actually through a few generations. So, but it is it is special. And the last thing I do want to say on it, it'll be around for years. And there's not a lot of people playing it right now. I don't think based on some of the like numbers, but yeah, Steam I, number thing came out right yeah. of how low. Yeah, the and that's PC. Were. It's hard to say, right? I but know. it just it feels low even when I'm playing on console. I'm like, it feels like there's not a lot of people playing. There's nobody jumping in and multiplayer and. I feel like but, if it doesn't um, pick up by the next gen update, then there's a problem. Right now, like I think a lot of people are just like, well, one, I think most people are on PS4. But yeah, if like by the PS5 PS4. update, like people aren't back in it in a huge way. And also, like I don't, it depends a lot on what heroes are released too. I don't think Hawkeye and Kate Bishop are going to excite most people. But it's when Spider-Man comes, maybe. Maybe if they have content drop, then maybe. But the point I was making is like, even then, there's just not going to be enough content. I think there will be a spike of interest, absolutely, yep. because yeah. hopefully it performs better. The load times are fixed. There's less crashes. I mean, it's it's kind of a piece of work sometimes, and they have made improvements. They're working on it, but I think it's a ways out. But spikes are fine for their business model. Of yeah. we just want people to come in occasionally and get the costumes they want to get. Right. Well, especially I mean, you're talking about new characters, right? Because I do think you know, uh, talking to. Andy about this maybe it was blessing but on one of the shows where it was like oh well yeah I'm gonna come back for the characters right they want you to come back they want you to spend the 10 bucks on that character's battle pass so that they're getting that drop of content there and keep you through and I do yeah. think that yeah uh, a year from now if not six months from now if they drop all these characters and they drop a new villain with them and suddenly it is that you know right now there's four villain sectors and you do two a day so like the amount of times I fought fucking abomination, <laughs> like I seen this motherfucker. I know what and he's about. Then, yeah, and even then with quick load times, you can do two villain sections <laughs> in like twenty minutes. But um, but what I was trying to point out was actually a lot like division. Though I would counter point uh, Imran to what you said. Division went through this man. It just didn't have enough, and boy did it take a while. But boy, it did come around. And division two had some really awesome grand moments. It just it's gonna take them a while to get there. But the, the last thing I wanted to say is if you do like you know, skill trees and the depth of figuring out like how to play a character, like in a fighter, that's the probably the biggest compliment I can give the game. I've been sort of taken aback. I'm like, wow, like each character is pretty complex in figuring out these skill trees. And you do have to spend a lot of time figuring it out and learning to play them. And I'll go back to another character. I'm like, I can't even remember, okay, how was I doing this again? And so it's got the complexity. It just needs more content. I don't want to sidetrack this too much, but I do. I have a question for you, Fran, and I, I guess for for everyone here. But Fran, let's start with you. When it comes to Avengers, you're now seemingly having similar critiques that you have to all of the other games as a service games yeah. that have come it's before. Vanilla Destiny all over again, pretty much. Do you regret at all coming in at this <laughs> point? Like, and, and when it comes to the division, it's like you were there through it being yeah. kind of rough, and then you got mm -hmm. to appreciate it being good. Do you think that if you had just come in later, you would have appreciated it as much? Or especially now with Avengers specifically? like mm -hmm. It's a really interesting question. I feel like it's hard to separate the fact that, quite honestly, it's part of the job. And I've attached myself to a lot of these games. And I feel like it's hard for me to understand what I would do 
if it wasn't part of the job. Not that I don't enjoy playing these games, right? Just I wouldn't continue to play them. But they're, it, I feel like it's half enjoyment, but it's half like, man, I, I have to understand what this, this game is. Everybody's going to ask me. You That's know, a and then, shitty answer, man. That sucks <laughs> for this game. <laughs> right. but, no, but, but, but I'd say that about other games too where you have to spend a tremendous amount of time to become... I mean, I'm not even an expert in these games, but I'm knowledgeable. And for me, I'm very nervous when I play these types of games to become knowledgeable. You have to spend so much freaking time. But um, to answer your question, if I came in, let's say, a year from now and I never touch it, I think as long as there is, you know, the community playing it, yeah, I think I would enjoy it a lot more. <laughs> because I would say the same thing about Destiny. I went through the first year release and, you know, Taken King, uh, which came out a year later in 2015, was, like, such a cool experience. Um and so, yeah, I think like almost certainly it'd be it's way more fun to play a game that's complete and content complete and technically complete. But do do you appreciate that if you don't know that it wasn't to begin with? Like, I, I don't have the experience of knowing anybody that uh, went into Taking King as their first experience and uh, then were like, I'm into Destiny. And and let me know in the comments. I'd love to actually <laughs> to, to kind of yeah. see that. But you being more in the Destiny community, like, are, do you know people that came in with it being more of a, finished product i know they're out there um but you make a really good point like can you be i mean warcraft probably has some of these types of, of folks world of warcraft mm. y y you know y it's weird though i'm stuttering because you almost need a guide for these types of games which does it's almost a paradox for me to think about i'm like well if there weren't a bunch of people giving feedback and playing the game because they love it so much and then therefore to help teach you and grow the community then what would it be without all that i don't know yeah it's um Maybe it's just a necessary evil, but I really do sincerely wish that games would release in a more... Avengers problem is very different. It just genuinely should have been delayed. That, those patch like... notes were like 20 yeah. pages it's, long. And it's not even close to being there. I'm not talking about content. It's It shouldn't be crashing when I'm trying to matchmake with, with Greg yes. and Goldfarb. Like, it just shouldn't. My favorite was when the, all those patch notes came out and Imran quote tweeted just go, how did this game get released? <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, I, how, Greg, so what, what do you think about that, though? Like, do you think that being the big Avengers fan you are, and I know that you love the Marvel side of it, but you also yeah, yeah. dabble in these games as a service. Like, do you think that you would enjoy the experience more if you were to have come into it later? Uh, I think it really depends because I, I, from a gameplay pound for pound for pound gameplay and overall user experience, yes, you would enjoy it more that way. Uh, they would have ironed out these bugs. You're talking about loads being better. You're talking about there being more characters, more villains, all this different stuff. I think, you know, right now, though, if I was to jump in then, it would be the hard sell of, hey, Goldfarb, hey, Sean, hey, Tim, hey, Fran, like, if you weren't already playing this, do you want to come jump into this with me? And that's not impossible, but usually it is on to that next hot thing. You were all moving to the next prod. Oh, I'm doing this, or I'm worried about that. Fran's got an expansion. I feel the fact that, there's already this investment in this game. Uh, one of the things when we're playing at night and talking about the actual game is usually like, man, I can't wait to see Wakanda. I can't wait for the next war table to find out the roadmap. I'm excited to see, you know, they have been doing something interesting with their social where they're putting up, you know, like all sorts of just normal stuff like screenshot of the day and blah, 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 blah. But they put up a, you know, a gift the other day that was like, you know, sure is cool to do stuff or whatever in the game. I don't forget what they said, but it was using unreleased stuff. So it was dumb, 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 dumb Duggan sitting there at a table talking to Black Widow. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Where's that from? And it's like they are showing you and doing this thing of like there is more coming. And 
we are what just at we're at the one month mark for this game right now and it feels so much longer i feel because of the beta because of the rocky entry it had because of all this other stuff at there's even when we talk you talk about the, the game needs more content frame which of course i agree with but division two launched with so much content and still had the same arguments from people would put up against it right mm-hmm. of Man, people aren't yeah. even playing it. Or what the fuck? Dark I did it all. Broken, I've done it all. I've done it. It's like well, it's like you can't. It's impossible to make everyone happy ever. And so you're trying to shoot for that middle section of getting people invested. And so I think that there's so much interesting shit happening here. Where yep, concurrence are down, but there are hardcore people still playing it and people enjoying it. But then even the people who fell off it, I'm always surprised when I hear people say. Oh, yeah, but I'll come back for the other stuff. I want to see what the Hawkeye story missions are. I want to see what the Kate Bishop story are. I'll be, you know, when when there is Spider-Man, which, again, what a great, like, time bomb they put in there in a, in a good way. Are there good time yeah. bombs? But you know what I mean? Of like, hey, like, you're holding on to this game till then, right? Because, of course, you'd like <laughs> to see it. And maybe, you know, like we're talking about, you know, being a next-gen and being having next-gen versions day and date or whatever, like they're talking about, and you're save carrying over, like, if that really does cut down load times, if that is the, the pretty much what I forget who it was, Imran, do you remember who wrote the article that was like, Hey, looking under the hood of this, it almost seems like the next gen versions are the real versions of Avengers. Cause the differences between PS4 to PS4 pro to what it could theoretically be on PS5. Somebody put that remember. kind of, somebody yeah. put that kind of article up and statement up. And so if it is that like, Hey, guess what? You've already bought this game. Uh, there, if they can time fucking Clint to drop with the place the on the November, you know, November, November teen. So it's right there. You already have the game. It runs way better. We've added two characters and more stuff. Go and have fun at it. Like that could be another jolt to it of getting people back and into it and go. And I don't, there's never the, what's the sweet spot for content. You're never going to know. But I think even just adding more to it in a third space where I don't have to go to the fucking anthill and then back to the carrier and run all the way over to the shield agent. Right? Like, if that's all in Wakanda, then great. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking my problem right now is more in the fundamentals than it actually is the content. Because, actually, you know, there is quite a bit in it. It's not like it was, you know, in this, the, the first division or even De- Destiny Vanilla, right, lacked a lot of content. Again, they weren't even, like, terrible, but for what you needed. This game does, I feel like, a better job. There is quite a bit in there and a lot of characters to play, a lot of, yeah, like you said, skins to earn, all this stuff. But um, fundamentals, I'm like, matchmaking is like probably number one. When you finish the game and the story and you're incentivized to be like, yo, I want to like level this character up, at least last I've tried, matchmaking is just kind of slow and does not work well. And right now until I hop in and it's like smooth and maybe if they fix that next year, that's what they need is flawless because I you can't have people coming in um, because the enjoyment is whether you're playing on voice chat, which I think is numero uno, like you said, Greg. That is, I had so much fun playing with you in Goldfarb versus like when I'm just, not that I don't enjoy streaming it and playing it on my own, but sure. it's like such a fun experience versus the the job of grinding out, you know, characters on your own or whatever. But yeah, also being able to jump in and just play with other characters. And if you want to opt in the voice chat, you can also do that. But um, it just hasn't been working. Now, granted, I haven't like fully tested it, but everybody I talked to is like, it's not working. Mm-hmm. That has to be fixed. Um, of course. And it also has to get more intelligent. You know, like if you want to play specific missions, you, this is where these games tend to like thrive or die a bit. It's like, if I want to play this mission specifically on hard mode, et cetera, I want to match make, you need the player base to make that smooth. 
And at least right now, it seems like a really big uphill battle because the only thing you can do more easily, and even that doesn't work well, is a quick match will throw you into who knows what just so you can find some people to play with versus dialing it in. And um, and again, you can try to match make specific missions, but last I tried, that was also not a good idea. Yeah, that's a crapshoot. It just, it, the very you, few times it works, you're not finding the people you want to find. Yeah, you also have to play with your AI characters, which is another discussion, but um, some of that's cool and some of it I really dislike, but... Mm. I mean, so, it's, yeah. What, what do you dislike about it? Um, they just kind of get in the way sometimes. I guess mm-hmm. is a good way to put it. They get in the way a lot. Um, I didn't they definitely really... get in the way when you're trying to do those dailies of like the the finish off person with yep. heavy combo. It's yep. like all of a sudden Thor is just in there finishing off the person with whatever hit he had. It's like, yeah. no, fuck off, Thor. I am trying to do something here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I found I, like, and I, this is I know it's probably such a weird thing that I do that would turn people off, but I don't know. Like when I do want to go grind those and I do, cause I, and I, it's the same thing of playing a night with my friends. I don't want that to be like, cool, but Hey, 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 every time we get them to where it is, let me quickly, sh- let me give them a crit <laughs> head. Cause I have, a, I have a 15 crit head thing. You know what I mean? I don't do that. Instead I go into the harm rooms on the character by character mm-hmm. thing and, and just do it all there, which I enjoy. Cause I pop on a podcast or I sit here and I talk to Jen and catch up. You know what I mean? Like it's this weird minutia that busy work that i feel like is making rounding out my experience with the game and making me worry about the battle pass and get the stuff i'm trying to get out of it to get more upgrade modules to increase more things to get whatever like i don't know it's it, i'm glad it's, i don't care about the battle pass as much it's not that I, well i mean I I'm not sure about it so, some there's people so love much it. to talk about here there, I, i'm sorry i, I got off on I a tangent it. No, no, it's great. No, like, it's, I, it's, it's interesting. I think, you know, it's Avengers one month later. Like, it, what do we think of this game? And what, you my know main, what I mean? I guess, you know, Greg, maybe I know you didn't play as much Destiny, but would played you... Played Division, go, though. Yeah, and you played plenty of Division. But, I mean, you know, you've played enough of both to understand this, I think. Yeah. Like, these games came out a long time ago, and let's say Destiny's the big one. It had this bounty system that, like, you don't... You're running around a planet, picking up treasure chests over and over again or in this case the battle pass wants you to specifically like melee or crit someone and i'm like these for me feel like the same mistakes don't you feel like it's a little uninventive to solve the problem or are you actually like no like that's just these games hold on hold on before before you answer that i quickly want to tell you about our sponsors this episode is brought to you by upstart During these economically turbulent times, everyone's looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high interest credit card debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows that you are more than just a credit score. Uh, One of my very good friends had a lot of debt problems and Upstart was able to consolidate all of his debt into just one monthly payment. So much easier for him to understand. It just makes it better for you entirely. It's easier. You can do it. You can get through it. I believe in you. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't need a degree or diploma to apply, though. Uh, Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 all the way up to $50,000, so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Uh, Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals, free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt, and get back to using your money your way. 
with Upstart. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kinda to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kinda. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Upstart.com slash kinda. Also, shout out to Honey. These days, it feels like online shopping is the only shopping we really do. It's true, right, Kevin? Yep, 100%. And that's where Honey comes in. Honey has saved me a lot of money. It saved Kevin a lot of money. It saved kind of funny a lot of money over the years because it's so easy to use, and I don't understand why anyone would not use it. It's free, it's easy to install, and then it just saves you money anytime you're buying stuff, whether it's a site like Etsy, a site like Best Buy, a site like Target. It's fine. It's saving money. I just bought some shoes from Nike.com, and I saved some money using the promo code that uh, that Honey provided me. Here's how it works. You get Honey on your computer for free in two easy clicks. Then when you're checking out on one of over 30,000 supported sites, Honey pops up, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds. Honey searches for coupons for that site. If it finds working codes, it applies the best one to your cart. You don't need to do any Google search trying to find codes manually. No, 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 no. They do it for you. You're saving money. You can get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash kinda. That's joinhoney.com slash kinda. So they know that we sent you. Thanks, Honey, for supporting today's episode. Joinhoney.com slash kinda. And finally, shout out to Hims. You know, we all used to think that ED was an issue just for old guys. Uh, But I I found out that uh, one of my friends was going through some issues with all this stuff. And it's one of those things that we can fix. According to the Journal of Sexual Medicine, by age 40, almost 40% of men struggle with ED in some form. So you're not alone out there. Hims connects you with licensed medical professionals online to see if prescription treatment is right for you. Through Hims, you can get the prescription medication that treats ED, real science, real solutions. Uh, Hims makes it easy. They connect you with a licensed medical professional. Uh, they get the FDA approved prescription medication that you need. Uh, you can get the same active ingredient that as that expensive little pill, but without the expensive price. Uh, this could cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. Not so with Hims. Hims makes it simple and affordable. No embarrassing conversations, no expensive appointments. Just answer a few questions online about your medical history and a provider will confidentially review. Try Hims today by starting out with a free online visit. Go to forhims.com slash kinda funny for your free visit. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S.com slash kinda funny. Forhims.com slash kind of funny prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate see website for full details and safety information remember that's for slash kind of funny now getting back to the the question at hand here i do want to talk about battle passes because they are they're something that are key to these style of games and fran it actually kind of shocks me that that you are not interested in doing the the battle pass for Avengers for yeah. for how into the game you seem to be and how into doing all the things like that seems to me like it's a critical error of the structure of this game that the thing that's supposed to be added in and keeping you going you're a little turned off by you're you're, you're delivering this yeah, to Greg yeah. now Greg what like what what's your stance on this I I mean I would say that I it wasn't until um 
maxing out Black Widow's power level, so 150, like hitting as you know strong as you can be in the game with her on her gear score. That I was like, I looked at her battle pass, I'm like, oh man, I haven't even been really trying, and I've done, I'm really close to the end. And Cap, I had been, you know, questing after a few different costumes and whatever on it, so I'd already been actively doing it. And so that was just like, oh, on a on a whim decision, uh, I don't know, Saturday, I guess, where I was like, I'm gonna finish these off, and just sat there and finished them off. And then it was, well, now that I've done them, Iron Man and Kamala are my next mains, right? So I should go look at their battle pass, and I did their stuff. And then it was like, you know, Sunday midday, I was like, well, I like Thor a lot too, and I'm so I just started adding on that way. It's you finished all those. No, 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 oh, okay. no. I finished Black Widow <laughs> I and like, I finished Cap. And then I started really okay. putting, I, like, I have not been, what I'm trying to say in a long roundabout way is I've not been obsessed with battle passes by any stretch of the imagination. It's just that now that I'm here and I'm looking at them and I'm like, like, for me, you know, especially with trophies, it's like, all right, cool. Uh, 150 Cap, 150 Black Widow, that's great. Now it's about getting all the other characters to... Uh, level their character level 50 unlocking all their skills and then power levels i'm gonna let fall where they may maybe i you know get obsessed with iron man fuck around and actually want to get him to 152 or at least 130 or something um but as i start playing them then it is the carrot and the stick of like well let's go look at their battle pass and see what i can unlock and what i should be doing and what these miniature quests are for you know what you're talking about fran what i like about them is that I have ignored them for the most part and for the most part, fuck around and got the stuff you'll go in there. And of course there'll be the, you know, Hey, take out, save 10 hostages in a week or whatever. And it's like, well, I've not been, I've not been farming those quests. So I don't, yeah. I have three and I'm not going to worry about it. But then it's also like, you know, last night uh, I sat down uh, and I'm, I swear I'm answering your question, Tim last <laughs> night I sat down. Right. And I had like 30 minutes before midnight, which is where I call it. And uh, I'm like, I'm going to bed. Uh, and I was like, ah, man, I don't want to hit up goal far, but I don't want to do this. And I was like, Let's see what is what's Iron Man's uh, weekly. In the weekly was open uh, fifteen gold chests, and so I you know did a quick Google like where can I farm that? All right, here's the mission. I was like, all right, so I put on a podcast and just went and did those over and over, just and just knocked them off back to Quinjet, knocked it off back to Quinjet, and like didn't finish it, but was getting better gear from my Iron Man, who's still benefiting from low level gear because I was opening all these chests and hanging out with it, and like it's that it's that part of the wrinkle of the game that there's much to do. So back to the battle pass though. Sorry, Tim. Like. Yeah. For me, especially, and I'm surprised Fran's not doing them. You know, again, this might have been a mule kick, uh, you know, leftover. This might <laughs> I'll be part explain. of that. Uh, but it, you get resources out of them. You get upgrade modules out of them. You get the nanites. You need that stuff, Fran. You need it for your upgrades. You don't get much value out of it in terms of the gameplay. You get some of that stuff. The main reason you want the battle pass right is it gives you um, credits. Which then, and this, you know, it's a good point of clarification for people too. As long as you finish one battle pass, you get 1,300 credits. And it costs 1,000 credits to, say, for example, buy Kate Bishop, who's coming out. So as long as you finish a battle pass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. Remember, not buy Kate Bishop. You get Kate Bishop for free, buy her battle pass. Oh, sorry, sorry. Her battle pass. Yes. Just just making sure we're clear. No, no, no. You're right. I've done this numerous times where I'm trying to explain that detail. So yeah, to get the battle pass and all her cool, you know, skins that come with it and whatnot if you want it, you have to. Use a thousand credits, or you can buy it, you know, for money and skip yeah. the line if you're not going to do that. But it is it, it that's the main reason. Other than that, there are some cool skins there. But the point I'm making is, you can get way more materials than what they offer in that battle pass. And there's no real like gear and stuff in there. And they really need to like flesh it out. I have two problems with the battle pass. Number one is yes, they're gated by these relatively annoying. I don't want to play a game based on a bounty 
that tells me to do 10. Do like what you're describing. That's so vanilla. And Destiny still has these problems. But you want me to go to a gold chest 10 times over by reloading a mission over and over again. By the way, it's going to be so well, What they better. want you to do is play the game for a week nonstop. Yeah, but, just tapping yeah. into these things. And this is the point. No player who really is keeping an eye is going to do that. Uh, that is the casual approach and idea. But even then, it's like it's not fun because it's just – you know, there's no real incentive. But anyway, I have a problem with the design of stuff like that. I, I would much rather it was tied to gameplay. Um, and some of them are, like you said. Sometimes it is, like, get whatever, 10 shock melees, or I don't yeah. know if that's a real one. But as an example, and, like, those are okay. I generally am just not that interested. My bigger problem, and I feel like all these games need to have, you need to be able to play the game and earn XP by playing with your time to level these passes up. What happens is they're gating you. They don't want you to be able to simply spend time. That's they fair, want yeah. you to not finish these too quickly. And so the only way they can do that, because what happens is, let's say they give you XP from finishing a, a boss or something. We immediately as players are going to game the system and figure out how to do what you're doing, but with the XP. And we're yeah. going to crank through like 10 characters passes, and then we're going to complain we have nothing to do. So it's exactly. a little I mean, chicken in the egg. Um, what you're describing, Fran, is the Fortnite battle pass, which like Greg actually gave me some V-Bucks to try that recently. And that that battle pass is actually really fun because like yeah. when I'm done playing that game, I see like all the things that unlocked, and it's always like a cool moment to see all that stuff. I don't get that from Avengers Battle Pass. Ninety nine percent of the time, when stuff happens in Avengers Battle Pass, I don't realize it till I go manually check it. It's a very boring presentation, and the things it tells me to do are like not fun to do. Yeah, and no, and for that's what accurate. I mean, I totally understand that part of it. Where yeah, like again it would be what you're talking about where I'd go into my gear menu for the 19th time to put on the best stuff and to break down some stuff. And you'd see the white dot under the challenge card. And I would go, yeah. oh, all right, fuck. And I'd go over there and oh, I hit three points and I got this new name yeah. bar or whatever. It's like, it's not like Fortnite, which was super rewarding and Fran. Yeah. You're nailing it. The reason they don't want you to do it is they don't want you to game the system and they want you to play this thing uh, and do it. And they want you to play it daily. That's why, Again, it's two dailies, two weeklies, and that's the only way to move the challenge card outside, of course, the currency you can spend, which you can earn in-game. But, of course, you could buy more if you wanted to to then unlock more of the battle yeah. passes you go. For what it's worth, I feel very confident given how the structure is very clearly inspired by other games, you know, oh, Avengers, yeah. that they probably didn't want the battle passes to quite be this or the challenges to be this. But the game's just like there's only so many resources to finish a game this complex. And I feel like that's why we are still, for sure, you know, a year out from like they must have a lot of stuff that they just oh, really done. You anyway. know how these games work; it'll all look different in a year. Like so, it'll, yeah. it'll be different. But I don't think that, they though. wanted it this way. I mean, so Avengers, I think personally, is the perfect example of a franchise in a game that is trying to welcome this type of gameplay to a whole new audience, to a mainstream audience, where. People, there are some people that care about the lore of Destiny. There are some people that care about the world of Division. There are many people that care about the world of Marvel and everything that it can offer. I would think that this should have been, needed to be, the games as a service that launched, that caught those people, a.k.a. me, caught the people that were interested in part of it, not the other part, but could have been hooked if they nailed all the things, learning the lessons that, we have seen from destiny on for the last couple of years, right? Of game comes out a year later, there's an expansion and that one's the actually good part. And then they keep going from there and it gets better and better and better. Imran, I want to start with you on this one. Is it, it is what it is or can a games as a service launch, right? 
it could and like <laughs> Rand, Rand is like he, he made the right point of he's seen these mistakes before in pretty much all these games and yeah that's right they i think avengers could have been that game if it were not tied to such a massive license if it were not like if it were not an avengers game that needed to come out before the next gen systems before the holidays all that stuff and this is a game that was already delayed to begin with wait why I, did it need to come out <laughs> like, i'm just joking, yeah honestly man. like that that was basically my tweet is how did this game come out because Physical earnings if you need a thousand patches for this or a thousand things fixed in one patch and you brag about that number something's wrong but the fact that it is still making those mistakes about content about battle passes about things like that makes me think they copy the the beginnings of every other game as a service because i guess there needs to be some level of scale that it has to be oh, let's just get the game out and then we'll like start working with the live team on what the next thing should be because those two teams don't work together on everything and like maybe that's not the way it is but that's the way i'm perceiving it to be that avengers like we said in a year will be very interesting but yeah that first year that first like the first month i guess it feels like it's been a year has been <laughs> tiresome it's been exhausting because i don't think that game is up to the snuff it needs to be hmm. Hmm. i have strong feelings on that question Fran, go for it <laughs> uh I got to tell you, I just don't think a triple A game like this, you can ever expect, and there's some irony here, for it to come out right and polish and finish. And partially, here's why. A game like this almost certainly has to be released in early access, not mm -hmm. in secret, and then suddenly out, because it does need time with a big player base with a lot of feedback, but that's going to mean it's public. It's going to be hard to get many thousands of people in and give the time. Also, give the developers the time to work and react instead of probably what they did. I mean, they had very tough schedule, I'm assuming, to do all this content. And then you have a base of testers. It's not that their feedback's not valued, but there's just no time to iterate. So I feel like you're never going to see an early access Marvel Avengers that goes on for like, you know, like Hades did, you know, for a year. And then it's like, oh, amazing. But um, I why think not? that's the right way. I know, why not? But I, I think because of the license and the, the fanfare, I mean, it also came with a, uh, I, I want to say a big campaign, but a, a blockbuster style campaign. And, you know, you know how that is. I, like, and, let's, like, and the money's got to get in the door, you know? Take Fallout 76 for example. Todd Howard has said, I wish we would have launched that thing early access. And, like, the like implication there and... is that they didn't because, like, that's not, you don't get people paying 60 bucks for a That's what I was about to say. Game. How do you do it? Do you give the game away for free to a capped audience of 50,000 people? Or do you charge $20 for the first year and then you erase all progress and you'll give those people $40 off the full version? You know what I mean? How do you do it? <laughs> That's what I feel like we're in because I haven't seen I haven't seen any game that you can come out and let the developers, first of all, have enough time, but then to iterate. I'm telling you, Crystal Dynamics, I bet you if you got behind closed doors, they've got lists of they're like, they're nodding their heads listening, right? You're like, yep. Yep, we oh, want to know. do that. It's yeah. always the way. Everybody knows my... what's wrong with their game. But but how do you not release it until you get it to be what you really want? How do you do what seemingly the God of War team was able to do, which is iterate on something for five years, you know, I mean, and finish it up over the course of another few years? Like, If you want the answer, I think it's what the future of Destiny is. It's being independent and answering to no one but yourselves. Like, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. we can sit here and talk about Chris on Amex and the amazing pedigree they have and yada, yada, yada. They were contracted by Marvel games to make this game. 
a publicly owned company. And I'm sure, as we all know, these contracts come with, cool, these are your milestones. Here's the release date you're going to hit. And when they slide on that release date multiple times, I'm sure there's eventually a thing where this is costing us money now. We're not going to get X, Y, and Z. This isn't going to work. So, yep, we're shipping now. It's in good enough shape to get it out there and people will have fun with it. And again, especially pairing it up with the Spider-Man announcement and all this stuff, even if it is that concurrence dip or drop altogether, right? It's the idea that it's a sunk cost for players. They have the game. So when we put in Kate, when we put in Clint, when we put in, even to get away from that, no offense to Hawkeyes, Black Panther, <laughs> Captain Marvel, Scarlet, like yeah. big names into this game. When we put in the, hey, guess what? The MCU skins are finally here. Guess what? Like they're, you are going to turn it on. Not everybody, but a, a lot of people are going to turn it on. Not to mention that a game's a service, no matter how good you can make it, is still going to be a turnoff in not people's genre sometimes. Yeah. No, you nailed it right there. It's the fiscal earnings, the commitments. And it's hard. I think it's hard for any developer, even when you're independent, because you've still got people to pay. You've got investors even still who you've mm-hmm. promised that you have a big game. And so it's way more complex than us sitting here and be like, yeah, you should have made it better when you released it. Um, but I, I don't know. You want to avoid stuff. Thankfully, they did, I think. Like, it was close to feeling like Anthem in a lot of ways where I was like, whoa, it, it was not nearly as, let's call it busted at first. And there was more content and certainly more cloud. The campaign was way more put together, but like very similar mistakes. And I was like, how they not just, you know, I, see that as a, you know what I mean? I think the interesting th- thing there though, is that Anthem let people down. Whereas Avengers was better than people thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> am I, am I expectation. How did they pull that off? You know, it's a way bigger franchise, but I, yeah, they didn't really make a lot of promises, I guess. They, we never really knew quite what it was for quite some time. Well, right? the entire like lead up to that game from like the E3 reveal on was this game doesn't look good. And then when it came, I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, this game's fine. Like, this is not the trash fire that we thought it was going to be. Yeah. T- Tim, you actually make a really good point, and it's funny because I had detailed that in, in the review that I did a long time ago. The vision that that Anthem laid out at E3 was so cool looking from Bioware. I have so much expectation, but what they showed you versus what it was was very different. Where, yeah, I feel like what Crystal showed you, it's like, actually, it was fairly spot on. You know, I don't think we expected a lot different. We didn't know a lot about the end game either, so... Setting expectations, I guess, is is pretty important too. But um, but I will I I will say I I know this game has tons of potential. There's already a ton of depth. I can only imagine that you wouldn't see more a lot more of this game in the future unless the licensee stuff started to become an issue and there was some internal debate about wanting to continue with this type of game that if they honestly if they pull out too soon it's like yo like we, whatever we're not seeing the concurrence you know we're, we're this is our last six months of content i hope that doesn't happen because i look forward and just imagine like an iron man story where whatever he he whatever he gets like taken hostage and stripped of all his gear and i think i think of this because they had a piece of this in the game and I was like, dude, you could do like the Metroid type thing with his campaign of him finding his gear and Crystal Dynamics. Who better to do cool content like that? And then to parlay that into the end game and have that polish too. It's got huge potential. So I, I'm still very excited about it. I would what be was fascinated that? if to see what the conversation would be right now in terms of end game and not enough content if the last war table hadn't been changed because of Chadwick's untimely passing. Because mm-hmm. they put that out there, and clearly it was like, ooh, and it, from them of like, fuck, we can't show this, which assumedly would have been, 
here's Wakanda. Here's the new era you'll go to. Here's the kinds of new missions you'll get there. And so, because again, like I, it, it has only been a month. And granted, that's short God, for people that's who. so crazy to think about that. <laughs> that's <laughs> short for the people who it had, you know, five 150s in the first week. And it feels long for the people who are, you know, playing it. I don't, I'm not trying to be insulting. A normal person's amount of time of an hour every so often or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's this weird scale. But I feel like right now their biggest problem is that there isn't clarity on where they're going and i think if they could have had that war table on launch day or early launch day like they had and been like guess what you don't even you know kate bishop's dropping at the end of october and in mid-october you're getting wakanda and it'll have it'll have this secret lab in it it'll have all this stuff and then our next war table they've said the next war table is the roadmap how long does that roadmap go sorry fran no i was just like sighing and thinking a lot you know it's the to me, it's still roughly the same, though. It's like, yeah, and that's months away, probably. I still have all the same problems I have in that I would have wished that, it, to the earlier question, I would have wished it would have just released when that's ready. And I got to tell you, we, you know, we didn't talk about this part on the show, I don't think. Did we talk about the secret lab on the show? I don't think so. I don't think it happened so, yet. The secret lab, many listeners or viewers may not know this, but I was playing one night and somebody came into my stream and was like, yo, I'm getting this weird like 155 level content. And I was like, oh, that's weird. The whole game's weird. You know, things are happening. But then I was like, wait, can I join in? And I joined in. It was the uh, raid-like content called Secret Lab, which they have teased. And it just rotated itself onto the map, which <laughs> for any other game, this would have been like, like, if it was Destiny at the time and the raid leaked, yeah. it would have been a much bigger story. So for a moment, I was like, oh, I want to be famous. Uh, nobody can. <laughs> uh, so I, I was like one of the only people in the world, apparently. There's def there was a reported someone had told me that there was a team that finished, but it didn't get much publicity. That's crazy. But anyway, I ended up in it. My point I'm trying to make, though, is it seemed ready to go. And I have a feeling, by the way, Kate Bishop, probably ready to go. Social content, ready to go. Or sorry, the new social space. I bet you that uh, Hawkeye's ready to go, but the game was not ready to go, and they also have this plan of stretching it out to try to keep you coming back. Sure. That's what these games do. And that kind of, I don't know. I actually don't totally mind that if they would fix everything, but to what you were getting at, Greg, especially when it comes to Wakanda, and if, I don't know, if that was planned for, there were some rumors that it's September, some rumors that it might have come sooner, sooner. Either way, it all should have come within weeks of itself and us knowing that too that's well i mean the that's the problem with not months the, though weeks but i think i think that's still possible and i think that but when you have something like that happen where literally you know the friday before your tuesday yeah your tuesday war table like the face of wakanda passes away it's like yeah. oh my god like you have to feel for them but it also is that it is this weird what if and i hope that Six months, a year from now, you know, IGN, somebody from Crystal's on Unfiltered and McCaffrey gets it or, you know, Jason figures it out or whatever. Somebody just says it like I feel like we'd have a different conversation if it was very clear that guess what? At the end of September, it was going to be Wakanda. At the end of October, it's going to be Kate. At the end of November, it's Clint. And personally, as somebody who likes this game and likes playing it a lot, but inevitably will get distracted by something else will burn out we'll complete every challenge card or 150 all the characters i want 150 i like the idea that once a month there's something for me to come in and do whether it is something small or whether it is something large because i mean like you look at animal crossing even and how jazzed i am for this halloween event how i'm back on every day you know getting in getting my dailies getting all the stuff out of it like i like that kind of content yeah, I definitely sympathize with the fact that like they had the Chadwick Boseman thing happened and they had a weekend to deal with it and they couldn't like they had to just cancel that announcement but it's been a while 
And yeah. it's like that was the there is no excuse at this point to not just say these things, except for it's not ready to show yet. And that's the only thing I can imagine. It's fair. Yeah. I, I agree with you too, because it's a sensitive subject, but I'm definitely at the point where I'm like, well, how does it if, you know, Chadwick wasn't in the game, but of course, like literally within days of it, it seems pretty tacky, maybe taking advantage of the press. Like yeah. that's what they want to avoid. But now we're, we're weeks in it. So just to say, oh uh, yes. And I'll t we love Wakanda, by the way, we built it, you know, rest in peace, Chadwick. And we built, you know, in the game, although he's not in it. Um, we have a nice nod to him or something. Yeah. Like in other words, and they may not even have to reference it, but my point is I don't see how it's like a negative at this point either. Imran, like it feels like, and it, that was my point with the secret lab getting leaked out. I'm like, I don't know. It feels like they're just. It's crazy that secret lab isn't available. You played yeah. that like the end of week one, the beginning <laughs> of week two. Like, yeah. where the fuck is that? Hmm. Nobody Great. knows. Uh, question for you. You bring up Animal Crossing and they've yeah. had their updates. Obviously came out in March. You loved it. Had the summer update. It brought you back. Fall update. You get in Halloween. So, of course, Greg Miller's going to be there. You love the, the Halloween. Right, you love baby. the spookies. But like. At what point does that end? Do you think that like a spring? I don't really like count you as a spring man. Like, I mean, do you think that, more of that Easter crap, that Bunny Day stuff, mm -hmm. I didn't care about the first time around. Oh, so I think so. You won't care about it. No. Okay, so then right so now, now I, I expect to go it. hard. I expect to go hard right now through New Year's. I because okay. I think that you know there'll be the fall Thanksgiving stuff, there'll be the Christmas stuff, and then whatever New Year's is, and then we'll see from there what's going on. Okay. Okay. And so, so then, yeah, I totally skipped winter there. I don't know why I did that, but, uh, <laughs> but it's interesting. So like Hawkeye, uh, we've talked about, it's kind of like the spring, I guess, <laughs> right. Where it's just like, okay, whatever. I whatever like that's Hawkeye gonna, a lot. That's going to be, yeah. So, so do I, especially the Hawkeyes that they're, they're going with yeah. here. And I, I'm excited to see more people kind of be able to experience that type of Hawkeye, uh, compared to what we've, we've gotten. But like question for you guys, do you think that Avengers is going to, have the same type of moment that destiny and division had or do you think it's going to go the way of anthem i think those are two extreme positions and like yeah i it's hard to say because i'm pretty sure that game probably sold pretty well well i don't think we've gotten numbers for september yet on npd but i'm i'm guessing it did okay but long term it's a, a more open question because like what does Square Enix think about it? What does Marvel think about it? With the MCU delay, did that change anything in their schedule? Like, these are all questions that they're not answering. And so we don't know what the roadmap looks like beyond uh, the two Hawk people. And if it is like Doctor Strange in January and things like that, that's exciting. And I'd be interested to see about that stuff. But I, if they want to keep like a larger, like if they want to keep their larger audience there, they need more reasons than them to check in once a month. They need reasons for them to like actually do dailies and do check in like every day and do bring in new people and friends to buy the game and play it with them. I agree that we're talking about extremes there. If you're going to say, is it going to be more like uh, Anthem or is it going to be more like uh, Destiny and or Destiny 2 or whatever you want to say, the revival that brought people back into it. I think it's, I do not think it is Anthem. I do not think it will become Anthem or be Anthem. I see the parallels that Fran was referencing earlier, but I think even to say like, ah, it's a lot like an Anthem, I don't agree with. However, going forward, I think, again, it's already a sunk cost. And, you know, you're talking about, oh, you're not, you're not a spring guy. Who's going to be my spring Marvel character, right? Like, or my Avengers character, my well, spring Spidey, Avengers right? character, no, right? Oh, what? No, I, he means like who I, I not care about. Oh, uh, oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and the answer there, I think, Gosh. is interesting because even if it's going to be somebody that I don't care about, it's free and I'm going to want to try it and see what they're like. And if 
I the way it works the way I think it is, and it brings in like let's say we all go our separate ways, me, Goldfarb, and Sean, and Tam, or whatever, right? Play other things, and then there is a new character that we all come back to try, even if it's not my jam. I'm gonna want to be with my friends if they're not playing. If Goldfarb's super into character X that I don't give a shit about, I'll let that, that actually works since we can't all play as the same character, right? Let him play as it, and I'll level up my Hulk, I'll level up my Thor, whoever I haven't done. I'll play alongside them and do that just to be back in there, and then. If that it works that way and the people who are saying they want to come back just to try the new heroes and do these new story missions and stuff i think obviously they're reading the tea leaves and all the data they're getting you imagine that they're not stupid and they've planned on their roadmap which obviously will be delayed and pushed around and non-stop and all that stuff that there's got to be some end game like thing there's got to be a thanos like threat whether it is him or not whether it is the kree whether it is that's captain marvel whether it is galactus what when you get to hey we've got everything on track the game's where we want it to be so now it's just about content you keep dropping these characters and keep, like even clint stuff right is a tachyon missions or something you remember what they're mm -hmm. called fran they mentioned them tachyon like, riffs right so you're talking about time or parallel dimension like if you're doing the mcu thing in this game of everything you're dropping seems like it's just fun one-offs but they're actually seeding a bigger threat that when it is guess what everybody next month thanos comes and so you need to be at this power level to take him on with your friend like i think that could be the moment we're talking about where it is avengers 2.0 of hey we've you we've made it's like division actually it's more like division one hey we've made all these changes here's what the game is right now let's go and everybody's like holy shit this is improved this is great now again you'll never get the pop you get at launch you'll never get that many people online to come yeah. back to it so but i think you get a lot of people in jumping off with that to close out the show here what's going to happen to suicide squad kill the justice league <laughs> oh, so i'm excited about that actually I mean, because like looking at we it, like we that, don't that really know a lot about it. Are we gonna well, fucking well, have well, a plan in 2022? I don't fucking know. <laughs> but, but like, what, what I'm saying is, like, we we it's the next games as a service we know is happening as a games as a service, right? So by 2022, they, they've still they still haven't said anything about it being games as a service, though, right? No, okay, they haven't. They haven't. The but rumor. like, I'm not yeah. even busting your balls. I'm just making yeah, sure. Let's assume that it is. is. Like, let's okay. assume that it is right. That is the the only one that we know is coming in the next couple of years. That is a new full so on he, entry in a in in something. Uh, it's its own Knights thing. It's not going to count. Uh, uh, Gotham Knights, Knights is, is a, not a game of service. Yeah, yeah. very explicit co-op. Yeah, yeah. So this being games of service, 2022. We're now looking at two years from now, right? Will that one launch and be the thing it needs to be? Can so that says. one launch and be the thing it needs to be? Probably not, based on the service. I don't know. Right? I mean, it's yeah. Nobody's been able to do it. Is all I will say. So, what history also tells me is to what Greg was saying before. I mean, we're a year out from where you know Avengers really needs to be. Not even counting all the fixes they need to do. So, um, the point for me, those all these games have had potential and they're not worth giving up on. And Avengers does some amazing th things, which is why I have so much fun playing it, especially with friends. So I. To Suicide I mean, Squad, I just don't see how they're going to pull it off. Same problem that and Imran pointed it out. How do you take a huge franchise like that and give it the time it needs? Like you need to drop like a huge moment, don't you? And so the problem it won't be ready. The problem for Ann is that as a consumer and as a player of Avengers, you're going, okay, yeah, I'll give it a year. I'll let it see where it goes and where it grows. As a company, I don't think Square Enix is going to do that. 
I think what I'm worried about. Yeah, there is a they sold IO Interactive back to the back to IO for to make money for this game. They took mm-hmm. Idos off other like Crystal Dynamics and put Idos on their stuff and all that stuff. Like, is there a point where they go? Actually, we need this money for Final Fantasy 16 or Final Fantasy 14 or have Seven Part Two or something? Then go. We're gonna pull budget from this because and. It's not making as much money as we thought. Game sales aren't up. Microtransactions aren't up. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But there's your counterpoint. And although Final Fantasy is, of course, the golden child of Square, Marvel's a huge franchise. And shouldn't they give it the same time that Final Fantasy fourteen had, which had a complete rebirth and success? It literally was like nobody wants to play this. Yeah, when it launched. To but they run that. everybody. They wants run it fourteen. This. Marvel they, probably makes demands on Avengers. Well, I know, but you know, at least it makes sense. Are they willing to stick with it, you know? Right, but they could say, like, hey, let's do a Jacobo event or whatever. I don't play 14, so I don't know. But let's do a Final Fantasy <laughs> event. And then they can just do it because that is theirs. If they want to say, hey, let's do a uh, Doctor Strange. I don't know why I keep going back to Doctor Strange. Well, let's do a Thanos event. And, like, that's how we want to end the season. And Marvel goes, actually, we have other plans for Thanos right now. We're not going to allow him in the stuff. Like, is that going to be what kills this game or what? God, like, I hope not. That's like the potential, not the problem. You know? Yes, it That's... is. Well, it, historically, I can see Square Enix doing that. Yeah. I feel like they gave him some some leeway with this game. I was surprised that a lot of the stuff that happens in there, you know, because it's not like it follows the movies or anything like that. It doesn't, so. but Marvel is a heavy hand, so. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Mm-hmm. True, indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the kind of funny games cast as always thank you very much for joining us for watching for enjoying hopefully uh if you are a patreon.com slash kind of funny game supporter at the right level you can watch the post show that we are about to do until next time love you guys bye